took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose. What is it, D-Word? Right now you can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more. The hardest prison to escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison door for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did work. So super excited to be here with somebody that I actually grew up with uh, from the old neighborhood of Westchester and all that. I'd like to introduce you, but you're going to have to introduce yourself after that. I've known you for, well, uh, shit, everybody knows I'm 48. So we've known each other for over 30 something years. Aixa Sanchez Goodrich is your, your new last name, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's a, she's a doctor. She's a chiropractor and all that. But introduce yourself to us. Yeah, so um, I am. I've been practicing here in Miami. I grew up here, so we obviously went to high school together, um, known each other for a long time, and I've been practicing here in Miami uh, for the last twenty-two years. Believe it or not, um, been practicing chiropractic, and also along the way, uh, realized that there was um, a lot of need for nutrition and mindset work, and as a result, became certified in nutrition and uh, functional medicine practitioner and professional life coach. And uh, that's what I've been doing really over the last 22 years is just evolving, trying to help people and empower my patients to get better um, results in a shorter period of time and, and really manifest their epic life. Now, when did you decide this? Because I, I know when we were hanging out way back in the day, did you always have this dream about becoming a doctor? Or So I always wanted to be in the healthcare field. And initially it was, you know, dentistry. And then I shadowed my dentist for a little while. And I was like, well, okay, my whole world can't be in somebody's mouth. That's just absolutely gross. Right? <laughs> <laughs> then I decided, okay, well, maybe I'll do physical therapy. And then I was like, well, you know, I don't really want to depend on, you know, somebody else telling me what to do with a patient. And so it was one day I woke up and I was living in St. Louis and I was going to school in St. Louis and my boyfriend who later became my husband and I was my ex-husband <laughs> was going to chiropractic school. So one day I wake up and I'm like, I had this massive neck pain and I, my arm was numb and I couldn't move it. And he said, you really need to go see a chiropractor. And I said, well, listen, I've never been to a chiropractor, but I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get rid of this pain. So I ended up going to a chiropractor. This guy did his assessment, took an x-ray, adjusted me, did some therapy. And the next day I was like 90% better. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, you know, because at this point I was on track to be going to med school. Mm -hmm. And I said, this guy didn't give me any pills, any potions, any lotions, didn't cut anything out or put anything in. How is it that I'm 90% better? You know? So I called him up and I said, listen, dog, I really want to know what you did to me because, you know, this is incredible. And he's like, what's going on? And I said, well, I feel better. He's like, well, if you want to learn more about chiropractic, come and shadow me. So I did. And that was like really the turning point where I decided, okay, this is what I want to do. This is real healthcare, right? We're not loading people up with pills and potions and lotions. We're actually getting to the root cause of what's happening, right? So when he explained the, the physiology, the neurology behind chiropractic, I was fascinated. And that's how I got on the journey uh, to become a chiropractor, right? And then I graduated there, came back to Miami and decided, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, I was an associate for a couple of years and I decided to go off on my own. But what happened was that when I was, you know, in practice, I started to see, well, a lot of my patients were getting better, but some still really weren't getting to the point where they needed to be. So I started asking more about like, it was causing inflammation in this body. Why are some people responding and some people are not? So I noticed people's diets are really, really crappy, right? A lot of processed foods, a lot of chemicals, hormones, antibiotics, a bunch of crap, genetically modified foods, and that all creates inflammation. 
So I really started on this path of I really wanted to understand nutrition a little bit better and how it would help a patient from a neurological, physiological standpoint. So I did a program through Cornell as an online program and got certified in, in nutrition. And, uh, and then I was like, okay, wow, this is amazing. Now I'm seeing even better results. And what I found was it still, there's a percentage of the population that wasn't getting better, right? Even if you address the, the neurology, the physiology, the nutrition, and a lot of that had to do with the mindset, right? They, if you thought you were going to get better, you were going to get better. And if you thought you weren't going to get better, you were also right. You weren't going to get better because the mind's so powerful. So that's when I started on the journey of um, just doing more, you know, personal development, growing myself as a person, as a practitioner, and also becoming a, a life coach. And from there, then I, I got a diagnosis of a, you know, thyroid condition, an autoimmune thyroid condition, Hashimoto's. And I was told I was going to have to be on pills for the rest of my life. And I said, well, I absolutely will not be on pills for the rest of my life. There's got to be a reason why my body's not doing what it's supposed to do. So I really had to go inside and see, okay, what are some of the triggers of thyroid? Um, specifically Hashimoto's autoimmune. Well, it could be foods, it could be, you know, some past traumas, right? Something sometimes like not speaking your voice, you know, so that's a fifth chakra. If you believe in chakras and the energy levels of the body, right? So, um, so I started just kind of investigating and I, and I came across someone who I met in a business group, right? And I don't know if you guys are familiar with BNI, but BNI, you know, all right? the country. absolutely right. Worldwide actually. So, um, I, I was in a chapter and then uh, I became a director for the region here in, in Miami and I met this doctor, incredible doctor, and, um, he was an internist, but he really had a, a real, uh, natural approach to healthcare. He hated putting his patients on pills and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So he said, you know, you really need to look into a functional medicine approach. And I said, well, tell me about that, you know? So I started looking into it and he helped me a lot. He, he helped me out quite a bit. And I actually was able to get off of my Synthroid that I was taking for the Hashimoto's and just kind of change my lifestyle around, clean up my diet, test for food sensitivities, things that could be triggers, and then also do some of the back work, right? Because we talk, we'll probably get into a little bit of past traumas and stuff like that. And that was a key component too. some of the things that I had just really not gotten off my chest that were still kind of like locked up inside of me. Um, so I decided I really want to do this. This is this is really empowering. Now I have the physical, the emotional, the physiological component. And so that's how I started with the functional medicine world. And now I only do really two two areas of practice in the functional medicine realm, which is thyroid and diabetes, because, you know, that um, is something that has plagued my entire mother's side of the family. And it's not because it's genetic, because genetic is a very small percentage. Mm -hmm. It really has more to do with the fact that we learn our habits from our mothers, fathers, mm -hmm. teachers, preachers, grandparents, and crap like that, right? So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to change all this stuff. And now I'm passionate about helping people reverse disease because diabetes can actually go into remission. You can actually improve autoimmune diseases. You can reverse hypothyroidism. There's lots of things that you can do, um, but just people are unfortunately being indoctrinated into thinking that health only comes out of a bottle, right? Out of an injection, out of a pill, out of a potion, out of some sort of lotion, right? Instead of investigating the root cause of disease, which is what functional medicine is, right? Functional medicine, lifestyle medicine, what it is, is just getting to the root cause of the issue rather than treating a problem with a symptom. All right. Or treating a symptom with a pill. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I, in Synthroid, uh, Abbott Labs. Yeah. I, I know that my, my ex-wife was swinging um, plenty of pills for Abbott Labs for for many years and all that, and I I'm I'm with you completely. When I I can accept like 
the diagnosis from a doctor, but I never accept the prognosis because once you accept the prognosis, your mind, if they say, hey, you've got six months to live, seven months to live, then that's it. Those that be whatever it is, it's because, you know, the mind's extremely powerful. It, it, it can heal itself. I mean, it can become its own worst enemy if you have impure thoughts, if you have negative emotions and all that, mm-hmm. or if you put positivity in it. So, I mean, I, I completely agree with you on, on the fun, on you need all three. To, oh, for sure. I, year for years, I, people would be like, oh, why you work out all the time, but you know, you can be heavy. And it's like, yeah, it was because you can't outrun, you can't outlift a crappy diet. And, 100%. Yeah. And it was like, well, we always have this attitude, this mindset. A lot of people, well, I deserve it because I earned it. And really, what the only reason food should be put into us is to is for energy. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a reward. Oh, my gosh, I get to have another piece of cake or dessert because I worked out or the famous I feel bad because I'm depressed because somebody gave me depression, which it's a complete bullshit. We spoke about that. We're our own worst enemies. And people use that for either to reward or to numb the pain and all that. But in general, what separates us from our ancestors, like the cavemen and all that, they weren't like, hey, it's your birthday. Let's go out and have a major rager. It's mm-hmm. Food should only be used to sustain us, to give us energy, to be able to do this podcast, to go go work out, to go look good, to, to be at the right state of mind, not to... Yeah, I tell my patients, you need to eat to live, to sustain, not live to eat, right? So if you're living... Exactly. Okay, then and then it's also a cultural thing, I think, because anytime there's a celebration, especially us in, in our Latin culture, right? Oh, yeah, everything is a party. Every, all the gatherings when it's in a home, it's around the kitchen. Everything revolves around food. You know, and you, six starches exactly. <laughs> we and it, it's one hundred percent, especially even in, in the Latin culture, right? Oh, it's like completely. sixteen car- carbs or starches, yeah, oh. and then like maybe a small piece yeah. of protein. It's incredible. And then also then, then we start to, you know, we're drinking and, and we're doing all these unhealthy habits. And then we wonder why we were getting sick. Right. So we really need to get a closer, take a closer look at well, what are we putting into our bodies? Right. And then not equate celebration always with food or drinks. Right. Celebrate it in a different way. Celebrate your wins in a different way. Oh, completely. Yeah. And it, it took me years to figure that out because they'd be like, oh, you work out two, three times. Yeah, but you know, there's that extra beer that I had, there's the dessert. Well, um, I had to go hang out with a friend, I hadn't seen him in a while. And it's just all these limiting beliefs, all these excuses that we give to ourselves. I mean, now it's yes, I eat because I want to be able to see my grandkids one day. I want to see my my kids older and not just drop dead. And you know, it's it's this feel it's this feeling that what people are focused on is like they focus on the corona where type 2 diabetes is way more deadly than the flu or the pandemic. Absolutely. 1.6 million people died just in 2019 from complications of diabetes, but nobody even flinches. That to me is a definition of a pandemic, right? But we're not doing anything about it. We're not cutting out McDonald's or sodas or anything like that. We're, We're not really addressing it. And, um, and we really need to take a closer look and take responsibility for our own health, you know, um, but we're just relying on our doctors to tell us, okay, well, 
you know, okay, I have high blood pressure. What, what pill do I take? You know, well, that's not working. The problem is that people don't realize like if you have diabetes, it's not because of lack of metformin or uh, GLIP or any of those other medications or insulin. It's because you've sustained a pretty unhealthy diet and now your body is signaling you, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you continue, let's say they put you on metformin, but you continue on living the same lifestyle, eventually metformin is going to give out. It's not going to work. And they can have to add another pill. And so you max out on all your oral pills and then you go on insulin, you know, so people don't want to take that personal responsibility. Um, but I think that's a key component in every area of your life, not just the, the the food and the disease part, but in every area of your life, you have to take responsibility. Oh, if, if it wasn't, if it wasn't that easy, it's, you know, we love to point fingers and, but you know, a lot of times, so uh, it's not just the doctors though, too. A lot of the, Big pharma, uh, Coca-Cola and all these people are donating billions of dollars and they're the ones that are, that's, that's where the pyramid comes from and nutrition. And, you know, we put labels on cigarettes and all that, but shoot, if you think about it, there should be a label on a happy meal. There should be a label on a Big Mac. Not that it's going to stop anybody because you remember right. when they put the calories that it was by law, you have to put the calories on the menu at McDonald's and all these places. Didn't stop business. There's still a line out the door for Chick Fil A for any of these fast food restaurants. Exactly, a hundred percent. That's never. It's not going to stop. But but you know we're so focused. So we we go back to the whole COVID situation. You know, um, you know the first thing that I asked was like, okay, well, how can you prevent yourself from from getting COVID, or how could you optimize your chances of recovering from COVID? Mm-hmm. Nobody ever talked about improving your diet. Nobody ever talked about you know, supplementing like with vitamin D, C, zinc, things like that, that are helpful to the immune system. Everybody was just about let's lock down, let's put a mask on, let's hibernate and not go out into society, which is really unnatural, right? Well, let's close all the gyms, even though. Right. <laughs> Knowing that exercise is one of those things that is needed, you know, to, to prevent disease. Um, but nobody ever even asked that question. I'm like, why aren't people asking this? Well, some people did, right? People like me, people like, you know, that are of the same mindset. Yeah, but then we we got the, we we all get the heat. Like, you know, oh, I'm careless or uh, I'm I'm sure you heard that from from people. Let's lock down until we find a cure and all that. And I always tell these people, you know what? You're not afraid to die. You're afraid to live. Mm -hmm. I've, since the pandemic, I mean, I traveled just the same. I, I've been to Vegas a million times, been to Tennessee, been just got back from Colorado. And yes, I got Corona 14, 15 months ago and hardly any symptoms because I, I take the supplements. I take the vitamins. I watch what I eat. I exercise on a daily basis. My kids got it, the same thing. Now, the ex-wife got it. She's not in the same situation and all that. And it hit her harder. So I, I tell people all the time, you know, why did the government, and it wasn't just on a local level, it was every state, they shut down the gyms. Mm-hmm. It, it made actually no sense mm-hmm. because what, what it did was the, the reason why we're living right now is because our immune systems have built upon our ancestors. If, if you brought somebody I don't know, two, three, four hundred years ago in that Marty McFly time machine back mm-hmm. to here, they'll drop dead because their immune system's been compromised. They haven't built it and all that. But yet, you know, when you hear the herd mentality or whatever, it's like, no, no, no. Lock, lock down, order whatever on Postmates or Uber Eats. Make make sure it's 
It's extremely high in carbs, high in saturated fat. Make sure you go to McDonald's and all that. Mm-hmm. Those are the essential businesses. And, you know, eventually one day. And the people that are getting sick or the ones that are having all these complications, a lot of times is because they're overweight. They've got type 2 diabetes. They've got the laundry list of stuff that could have been prevented if they lived a healthy lifestyle. If they didn't eat the Twinkies, the Ho-Hos, the Pastelitos. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Listen, I have a I have a, a neighbor who just has not really come out of lockdown at all whatsoever. And I find it quite interesting because every day there's like McDonald's or some sort of fast food being delivered, but they're mortified of stepping outside and getting the virus. I'm like, well, first of all, you're overweight, you're eating crap. <laughs> you, you should, but not, not for the reasons you think it's because of your crappy lifestyle. That's what you should really be afraid of. Right. Um, but some people just don't get it. And, and it's really because we've been indoctrinated to think that health comes in a pill form and there's always a pill, a potion or a lotion that's going to work for whatever disease you have rather than taking personal responsibility. And so that's a challenge we have. And, you know, we're, I don't know if you know this, but we're one of the only countries that's allowed big pharma to advertise on TV. So it's like, okay, well, this pill for this, this, and this, ask your doctor if it's right for you. But some of the benefits and some of the the, the consequences or, or the, the it's, consequences, it's, 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 yeah. <laughs> the, the consequences are always like three quarters of the commercial, which is amazing. Yeah. Well, this is what the symptoms you might get, and it's like I, I know like some for like antidepressant, you might get suicidal thoughts. But it's like, isn't that why you're taking this pill? Is because mm-hmm. you're depressed, right? And not that you know. You and I both know you can't find happiness in a pill form. Of course not. But everybody wants that, you know, that magical pill, whether it's to lose weight, to be successful, to look good and all that, just Mm -hmm. pop a pill. Yeah. But I think it's insane that pharmaceutical companies can advertise and tell the patient, well, go ask your doctor if this is right for you. We're one of the few countries that allows that. That's just ridiculous and insane. And so doctors then feel obligated to prescribe certain things, you know. And, I, you know, and I'm not bashing big pharma and I'm not bashing meds at all, even though I try to go the more natural route. I mean, I think if you break your leg, you need morphine, go get it. If you have a bacterial well, yeah. infection, don't wait till you have sepsis, go get your antibiotics and then we'll fix your gut with probiotics. Not a problem. So I'm not anti-meds, anti, but I think that we've gotten to a point where I think big pharma has realized that they're in the business of creating customers and not cures, right? So a customer cured is a customer loss. And I think that's where we face the problem. So for chronic diseases, we need to look at chronic lifestyle issues. Um, for acute things, then definitely go, you know, the, the, the medical route. That's what you need, right? Um, but that, but that's just one thing, you know, that I, I see it's a big problem, I think in this country, because we've, again, we've, every other commercial is some sort of medication, some sort of drug, right? Well, a lot of times too, though, the unhappiness we get is because we don't stay in our own lane and, you know, we're vicariously looking through Instagram and see somebody else's victories, which we don't even know if they are victories. And we're like, oh my gosh, why can't that be me? It's always the yeah. why me, why me? Whether why can't it be me or why me? Well, what people don't realize is that uh, what do people post? Do they post their woes? Some people post their oh, woes. Some people do. Some people do. Some people air out all their dirty laundry, which I think is a little bit ridiculous. But you know, but most people, what they post is all their wins, right? And of so course. then you're trying to live up to the Joneses. Um, and, and that's really never going to work because you have, you know, your own family upbringing and your own, you know, programming from childhood and everything else. So no two people, even identical twins are ever going to be the same, right? Just Mm -hmm. different experiences, even if they're identical twins, um, their perception of life is going to be different. 
And then what happens is, as we grow up, we start to put on all these filters, right? It's almost like glasses on, on top of glass on top of it's like a filter on top of a filter. And then before you know it, you're seeing life through these filters that are not even your filters. If you start to take it off and peel it like an onion, then you really start to see life for what it is. But most people are seeing it through the eyes of so many other people instead of their own. Well, they even use filters on their friggin' pictures. Oh, for sure. I mean, we we grew up with people. It's like okay, we're 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 up there though. Yeah, unfortunately, we're not going to look like we're in our twenties. We're not Walter Mercado or you know, yeah. Fried and Roy. We're not going to the plastic surgeon, but they they lie to themselves by using filters. But that that's the same concept. Yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know what you really look like. Exactly. Yeah, I'm guilty. I'm using filter here and there, not all the time, but I use them every once in a while. Probably because my staff more than anything. But but yeah, but you know, there's also the the butterflies and yeah. all those other filters. But there's so many people that they'll never post a picture of how they look. And yeah, it's like. Well, shoot, if we actually run into you in person, it's going to be like, who are you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Damn, that's scary. <laughs> but I will say, I mean, maybe I'm biased, but I think we do look pretty good for our age, right? So at 48, yeah, we're looking but, pretty good. <laughs> but also, neither one of us goes to McDonald's. True. We're, we're not popping pills. We're, we're not bent and twisted. I mean, I'm not, I'm not hating on life. I'm not saying, oh, my gosh, what happened 20 years ago or 15 years ago mm-hmm. and all that. And a lot of stuff is i mean there's people way younger than us that look like shit oh yeah but See, that's that's because you know they 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 smoke up a storm mm-hmm. they party all the time they they hate life they somebody cuts them off in traffic they they hold that for the rest of the day and they have to tell everybody at work on social media mm-hmm. how angry they are and they're you know at, at the end of the day we we all, we look good because we we live the life. Oh, absolutely! I practice what I preach, and uh, and and I and I feel I'm living congruent, right, with your words. So you can say something on social media, but if you're doing something totally incongruent, then people are going to sniff that out, right? People oh yeah, pick up on the BS. Whether it's uh, popular people, people that we know, and all that. And the the number one thing when somebody reads the book, reads my book, or watches a video and all that, and then they see me in person, they're like, "It's literally you." And I'm like, "Yeah, I mean." Uh, why am I going to lie to you? Why am I going to lie? At, at the end of the day, we all have to live with our own integrity. Yeah. You can only fool people so much. I think authenticity is like, you know, just something that people crave. People want to see real people, you know, oh. enough of the Kardashian, you know, mm-hmm. Type of mindset, mentality, and all that fakeness, right? If you want to see that other people are real, just like them, and I think that's what I probably appreciated most out of your book is that it's just you. It's who you are. It's in your own words, you know. And it's you could tell you wrote it from your heart, right? It was your own experience, and that's the beauty of a book, right? It was my therapy session, and I I didn't have to sit. You have to pay anybody? (laughs) No, no, because you go to a therapist. And you have to relive the same thing over and over because it just like big pharma, you're paying them. If they cure you, then you then what's their business? Right. You know? So it's always like I, I've, I've gone to full disclosure to a therapist, but many before personal development, I'm talking many moons ago, and it was always like we always discuss the same issue. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, then she would always take notes. So and it was like okay, well the sixth session. We're discussing the same thing and you're taking what what are you writing down because this, the story hasn't changed mm-hmm. and it's like of course you're not gonna if you're gonna keep on reliving something bad or something horrific or even something amazing you're gonna be stuck in there it's like okay and 
you know, everybody and anybody, we all have the tools within us to create our own happiness. We don't need to buy it. We don't need to go out and find validation through another day or another person. But, you know, here, and that, that, that was my thing. And yeah, that, but I, I had to rewrite the book and all that, but at the end of the day, it was a great book. And yeah, I mean, people that grew up with me know that's actually me because, you know, why, why am I going to lie? Yeah. Well, the thing is you can't really lie because it was going to know, there's always going to be someone who knows the real story and the real exactly. Omar, right? So you can only bullshit so much before you're like, oh, that's not true. Oh, no. The only thing, my mom's neighbor's like, oh, you you threw your mom under the bus. I'm like, how did I do that? She's like, well, you didn't post how amazing of a woman she is and all that. And I'm like, my mom did the best that she could with the tools that were available to her. And I'll always love her. But, you know, I'm not going to write bullshit or, you know, she wasn't Mary Poppins, but yet she wasn't um, Joan Crawford and Mommy Dearest, mm-hmm. but, you know. Right. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, so... Um, but, but I love, I love that about the book that it was just you and it was your authentic self and that it, and I think that's what made, you know, makes the book, you know, what it is. So I, I really, I love that. Well, and I can appreciate that. The two of us are always about service. It's always yeah. about helping people. If at the end of the day, when somebody says, Hey, you know what? This book inspired me. It motivated me. It got me off my ass. That's, that's it. Just like when somebody's like, Hey, doc, you saved my life. Cause I'm sure you get that a lot because you know, at the end of the day, to me, type two diabetes, if you don't, I mean, you're, you're knocking on death's door. Oh, for sure. I, I, most people don't know that half the population is really pre-diabetic or diabetic, right? They don't realize how much damage this does. I've seen, seen patients lose their eyesights, have to go on dialysis, lose a toe, lose a foot, you know, and it's pretty debilitating. And I tell them, you know, how much longer are you going to put up with this? And do you really want to be a burden on your kids, on your grandkids, on exactly. your significant other? Because that's really what you're setting yourself up for if you don't take responsibility. And diabetes can go into remission very easily. And I give you the plan. You just need to work the plan, right? So if you do what I say and give you give you all the instrument and all the tools, you can go into remission. So if you don't do it, it's because you don't want to. It's not because you don't have the resources available, right? But it's the work. It, yeah, it's, it's the work. The people that, oh. Well, you know, we so everything people are living in the Amazon culture, the prime culture, right? They want everything yesterday for free in the mail, you know, exactly. at no charge. And that's not really the way that health works, right? If it took you 20 years to develop diabetes from a shitty lifestyle and diet, <laughs> exactly. then it's going to take you some time to get better. But you can get better. You just need to make a decision. You need to make a decision whether you're going to be a victim of the disease. And then deal with all the consequences that come with that, including financial burdens, because it is a financial burden, developing type three diabetes, which is also known as dementia and Alzheimer's. Most people don't know that increasing your risk of um, cardiovascular disease and even cancer by up to 300%. So if you want that, then keep living the same crappy lifestyle. Don't take responsibility. But if you want to avoid that and not be a burden on yourself and your family, then take responsibility. I mean, it's yeah, but they see it. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to give up eating the dominoes every day oh i'm gonna have to give up just watching netflix six hours a day and just being home and doing nothing all day Mm -hmm. your your plans let let me guess they have to eat healthy i mean healthy pretty much clean yeah a clean diet for sure clean diet which you know we we all should be it's that's nothing it's not like you're saying you know just eat brussels sprouts every day the clean and and let me guess a positive, like, like somewhat of an active lifestyle. If that means like actually 
walking for an hour. Walking, biking, depending on the patient. Yeah. We also do some testing to see what exercise is going to be right for that person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we do a lot of food sensitivity because believe it or not, there's a lot of food issues. So you may think broccoli is healthy, but you could have a sensitivity to it. So we do food testing and we do adrenal testing and there's a lot of like different blood work that we look and see how we're going to, um, is everybody's different, right? Like no two patients are ever the same or ever on the same sort of diet or plan because everybody's different. Um, so we do customize it, but yeah, it involves, you know, sometimes meal prepping and exercising. So work and, and sacrifice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's scary. But you either make time for health or you make time for disease. One of the two. Now, adrenal glands. Most of our adrenal glands were shot, right? Because of the coffee, the excess amount of caffeine. Uh, Lack of sleep, too much sugar, um, hormonal imbalances. Uh, pre-workout. Exactly. All kinds of stress. Stress is a big one, right? You oh. know? Yeah. The body doesn't know the difference between a, the stress of a like a tiger or a bear coming at you and you just being stressed out because of your ex or because of a business issue or because of an employee issue. The body doesn't know the difference, right? So the response is still the same. The adrenal glands are going to co- go ahead and produce cortisol, release cortisol. And that has not only is it going to increase your blood sugar, but also can increase systemic inflammation. So, you know, the stress is a big one that we need to learn to manage. And most people just, what do they do when they're stressed? They spoke. They drink, they eat. They eat more sugar. Exactly. More processed foods. Which is highly inflammatory and therein lies the problem, right? So. Now, do you find it that all these, your patients and people in general that go to you, they're like completely shocked? But, or do you think they, they, we all know, but we just pretend we don't know the common sense answers? I think for the most part, people know. They're don't, they just don't want to take. Accountability? Yes. I think that that's the problem because you can't possibly think that you're eating McDonald's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner or eating hot dogs and ho-hos and not know that that's going to do damage to your body over time. Right. So I think for most people, they know that they need to improve, you know, either their diet or their exercise routine or drink more water or manage stress a little bit better, but it's just like, Oh, I'm fine. You know, it's a perfect example today. I had a patient and, uh, you know, I do, so I do the life coaching, but I also incorporate a, a functional medicine in there, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's a whole mind, body, spirit phenomenon. We got to, we got to dress all three. And so she's like, yeah, I know I'm overweight, but I look good on paper, right? I've always <laughs> looked good on paper, meaning her cholesterol and her, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And I said, well, that's only going to last you so long, right? So this was a conversation we had maybe about six months ago. And so her new labs came in and sure enough, all her inflammation markers are out of control. And I said, so there's only so long before you can continue on this path. And your body starts to give out. This is your first sign. What are you going to do about it? You know, if you continue down the same path, then you're just going to develop heart disease because the markers are already there. You know, the the, di- the diabetes, the blood sugar is already elevated, even though your hemoglobin A1C hasn't caught up yet. So you decide, do you want to you take the fork in the road or you want to just keep going down the same path? You decide, right? So some people think, well, I take my yearly labs and I look good on paper, so I don't have to do anything about it. But the problem is that it could change from one minute to the next. Oh, yeah, clearly. It- a lot of people feel just because they had their annual checkup, you know, carte blanche. Well, hey, I, I can eat now. I can do whatever because my my lab came in. Well, you know, it, every day your body is just like an entrepreneur. Every day you started out at zero. You might be in shape right now, but, you know, if all of a sudden, hey, let, let's go out. Let's go out to eat to whatever fine dining, whatever restaurant every day. That, that's going to take its fall, just yeah. like, oh, I think uh, I can drink a six pack a day now since my my weight is at its normal. 
well, it's not going to be for long if you keep drinking a six pack a day. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just crazy. I think that the body is an incredible machine. Really the body's the most amazing machine ever built, the most amazing computer ever built. And it will try to auto-regulate self-heal and self-regulate as it goes until it no longer can. And then it's going to start to sim- signal you, right? And the signal can come in terms of symptoms or it can come in terms of a lab result. And so, you know, once those numbers start to get out of whack, the problem's been there for a long time because the body's always going to try to self-heal, self-adapt, self-regulate. Um, so when you start to feel symptoms, listen to your body. You know, pain's not your enemy. Pain is your friend. It tells you something's wrong. Symptoms are your friend. It tells you something is wrong. But what most people do in this culture, in this, at least here in Miami, but pretty much in the U.S. is... In the U.S. Yeah, right? So that what they want to do is, oh, you have a symptom? Well, what's the pill for that? Right? So they want to mask the symptom instead of understanding that a symptom is your friend. It's telling you something is wrong. It's the alarm system in your body going off, right? So and we I don't want a band-aid anything. Of course, yeah. Because we live in that. You mentioned often microwave mentality. Of course. Uh, right? In that prime Amazon, you know, order it and it'll be here in two minutes. And that's the kind of, you know, society that we live in. And unfortunately, that's what's really getting a lot of people sick. And unhealthy. Well, well, what I love about you is you're you're a life coach too, because a lot of times people go back to their bad habits because they gain the weight because they feel like they're unworthy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not worthy of, of looking thin. I'm not worthy of being healthy. And it's we we do we're our own worst enemy and our own worst critic and all that. So I'm sure once you see. And, and I, I know this, like the biggest loser and all that, those shows and all that. And until the person fixes what's wrong with them inside, they'll always have a weight problem. Absolutely. hundred percent. Cause it's always a mind body. It's, it's a, it's a mental, emotional and spiritual, you know, so you, you can't separate the three. It's a physiology, the mental component, and then the spiritual component. Those three things are not firing at the same time. You're not going to be healthy, right? So a lot of people go to food because of a void in their life or because of a past trauma. And they have an unhealthy relationship with food unless we work on that. And that's why my programs, my functional medicine programs incorporate the mindset, the life coaching, because we need to fix the here, right? The brain, the mind, the emotions. Otherwise, you're not going to make a permanent um, shift. It's going to be a temporary shift. You know, mm-hmm. while I'm coaching you and holding your hand, you're going to be good. And as soon as I let that hand go and you're off on your own for a month or two, you're going to go back to your old ways if you did not fix the trigger. Um, and then I find sometimes that patients are stuck in their stuff, right? They like to, to be in the victim world, not consciously, but subconsciously. They're like, it's their story, right? And that's how they get attention and other people to feel bad for them. And so we're like, okay, but why do you seek that attention? And when we get to the nitty gritty of that, it could be, oh, mom left me or dad left me or whatever. Let's work on that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's not use this situation so that you become a victim. So we have to work on all those things. And that's why I incorporated the life coaching and became certified through, you know, I've done Tony Robbins and I've done Jack Canfield, you know, chicken soup for the soul guy. Mm -hmm. And I've done their programs because really, I, I think unless we address that, it doesn't matter what meal plan I give you. It's not going to work, right? It's exactly. going to work short term. Yeah. So that's crucial. So mind, body, and spirit, you got you got all three. You should. I, I have to say most people, most doctors, most anything, just it's always that imbalance because they've got one going. But ultimately, if you don't have all three and they're going in the right direction, 
you're going to run into a tree. You're going to run into the telephone pole. You're going to run into something that you do not want. Yeah. And, and I hold my patients accountable and I really bust their chops too. I, I tell them right off the bat, if you can sign up for a program with me, you're going to get results, but you know, I am going to bust your chops and I'm going to hold you accountable and I'm going to call you out on your BS. So as long as you're okay with that, um, then we're good. If not, you know, if you can't take it, then don't even start with me because you're going to pay me d- decent money to get, to get results. But that's what I'm going to get you is results, but you have to be willing to face the music, right? You got to be willing to face the past. You got to be willing to face the unhealthy habits, the unhealthy relationships, the unhealthy, um, work environment or whatever is unhealthy for you. You know, the, the crappy relationship with your kids or whatever it is, you got, you got to fix it, you know, so well, if you fix whatever the issue is, it, it bleeds out into everything. Your hundred percent, your finances, your your work, whether you own a business or you work for someone, every every relationship, if you don't have a good relationship with yourself and you're dealing with trauma, you're, you're just going to bleed out onto everybody and everything. And you're going to be like, oh, well, uh, it's, it's someone else's fault instead of just reflecting and going, hey, you know what? Maybe maybe, maybe it does start with me. When's now a good time to change? Mm-hmm. Well, right now is the best time to change. <laughs> oh, completely, completely. <laughs> yeah, stop thinking about it. If you need, if you know you need to make a change, make the change, right? Or, or Seek those, help. Uh, hey, I need an accountability partner. Can you make sure I wake up? Or I, I remember somebody telling me that. And I'm like, if you need accountability, then you're, you're doing something completely wrong because the only buddy that's, the only person that's going to motivate you is yourself. There's, yeah. there's no, you know, I, I know all those people with Anthony Robbins, he's not, Calling him up, saying, "Hey, you know, live with passion. Are you up?" Right. Yeah. In order to get up at five o'clock in the morning, you need to be self motivated to get up at five o'clock in the morning. You have to have a strong enough why. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, do, do I like working out? No, but I love the results. Sure. Yeah. I, I, every, every time you do work out, or every time you you take a step back and go, "No, I don't need the cake. I don't need the pasta lito. I don't need this and that." To I me, mean, you're you're adding. Lot, you're adding minutes, hours, days, months mm-hmm. into your life. Absolutely. Yeah. But you have to be strong enough to say, no, this is not good for me. Right. And, oh, yeah. And like you said, and it has to be your why has to be strong enough and your conviction has to be strong enough because, again, I'm not always going to be there. You're not always going to be there. Tony's not always going to be there to say, hey, don't do that. Right. Or, hey, it's exactly. five o'clock. Get up. Right. Um, so you, you do definitely have, a, have, to str- have to have a strong enough why, but most people don't know what their why is. Most people don't have a mission or a vision of what they want their lives to be. Well, they don't even have clarity. They don't even know. They're not even specific. You'll hear somebody go, I just need to lose weight. Well, that could be one pound. That could be how much weight do you need to lose? And by why and when, you know? Exactly. Or by when and why. And what if you don't achieve that? Then what's the consequences of that? But, you know, no. Well, even a lot of people, they move the, well, I came close. No. And and life and success. Did you hit the goal or did you not hit the goal? There's like, well, I came close. That that is like such a, you know, to me, it's like if you keep on looking at at the mission and you keep on seeing your time frame, clearly, if you're not anywhere near hitting it, you better change it up. Mm-hmm. And that that that's a hundred percent accountability right yep. there. Oh, for sure, for sure. I, I think that um, having an accountability partner is good, but at the end of the day, y- you have to you have to be self motivated. Well, we. Even an accountability partner, so many, we, we lie to ourselves, we'll, we'll lie to them and, you know, 
it, it's funny, but people do pay for life coaches and all that. And it's like, just be honest. If, if you ate cake, say you ate cake, you know, don't, don't hide the picture because you know, the res, the results are there. Yeah. You know? if, yeah. If you, if you're, you don't see your client for a while and like, yeah, I'm, I'm eating completely clean. Yeah. And you know, you see them in person or, or zoom, you know, it's like, oh, right, well, you know, the results, the results are there. Yeah. So sometimes when I have a patient who's not really getting the results that they want, and it's because really they're not following the plan. Um, I'll, uh, I'll call them out and be like, okay, well write down for me everything you've eaten or the last, you know, they're like, oh, but yeah, but, 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 and it's funny. Cause I've had like, sometimes it's my, my practice is pretty much all referrals word of mouth. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I had one, one woman who was complaining about, you know, oh, I'm stuck, you know, I'm plateauing, I'm whatever. And her sister came in with a mom, both patients of mine too. She's like, well, the reason she's not doing, you know, getting the results is because of this, 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 and this. Did she tell you that? And I was like, no, she hadn't told me that. But I knew there was a reason why she wasn't getting. So exactly. somebody will always throw you under the bus, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, but, you know, but at the end of the day, I don't take, I don't, I don't um, take re reward. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't take the blame when somebody doesn't do well. And I also don't well, it's not take your the, fault. It's right. Not your fault. And I, but I also don't take the win either. Right. I'm like, I just gave you the plan. You did it. You're the winner. I give you the plan. You didn't do it. You're not the winner. <laughs> so exactly. I, I know my plans work, um, but you have to work the plan. Right. So, well, it's not like they hired you and you're with them 24 seven, you know, you move into their house or you're making sure what they eat, that mm -hmm. they go out and work out, that, that, you know, they're, they're meditating, that they're, they're on a path towards enlightenment. Yeah, exactly. But we're, we're, we're saying, let's talk about enlightenment and all that, but Hey, you know what? Every day, well, we both believe in the same every day. You just try to be a better version of yourself. That's it. Aspect. Progress, not perfection. There's no such thing as perfection. And once you strive for perfection, then you're always going to just kind of beat yourself up a little bit because there's no such thing, right? Nothing's perfect. No one's well, perfect. Well, life would be boring too. If we had every, if we had every win and we never had a loss, then, you know, I just think every day you strive to be better than the, the day before, you know, you strive to be a better parent, a better spouse, a better partner, a better business owner, a better boss, a better, whatever, right. Friend. Um, and that's, that's just really the, the, the key is to strive to be a little bit better every day. Right. And Little wins every single day translate into big wins at the end of a month, at the end of six months, at the end of the year, right? So you have to focus on little steps, baby steps, right? But just taking taking steps, baby steps, but in the right direction. Constant, never ending improvement. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's what it's all about. So, what what's what's the plan B? Not plan B in your life, but do you see yourself branching out, writing books, or you know? It's funny you say that because I've always wanted to write a book. I've never made the time to write a book, but I think this would be a really um, a different perspective on healthcare than traditional allopathic model, right? Which is combining the physical, the emotional, and the spiritual component into health. And um, it's just finding the time. I never felt that I was a really good writer. I feel like I'm a better speaker than I am a writer. Mm -hmm. um, so I can stand up in front of a crowd, talk for hours, no big deal. Let's talk. Let's, you know. Um, but when it comes down to s sitting down and writing, it's like, I, I don't know. It's like my pen and my paper just can't meet, you know? <laughs> but, you know, just shoot yourself doing videos and all that. And that's your book. Just yeah. have someone else. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a ghostwriter where they can yeah. interview me. I can 
you know, just kind of vomit all the information on them and they can put it into pretty words. <laughs> you know, 90 something percent of the books out there are written by ghostwriters. Yeah. Autobiographies and all that and business books. So any ghostwriters out there that want to help me out. <laughs> I'm sure I can find one for you. <laughs> yeah, that would be the easiest way. But yeah, I do see myself. I mean, my mission is to improve lives. Um, I, I want to help at least a million people manifest their epic life. And what that means, every everybody's going to be different, right? What that means to to you, what that means to me, what that means to everyone else is going to be different. What does manifest your epic life mean? Um, but really in the sense of having all those pistons fire at the same time, being healthy, being happy, being stable in terms of economic, financial freedom, things like that, right? So, and like you said, you can't have one without the other. So if you have a crappy relationship, it's going to bleed into your business. If you have a crappy business and you're not taking care of your business, it's going to bleed into other areas of your life. So my goal is to just kind of combine the three and, and, and make this book where I can really empower and motivate people. Because at the rate that I'm doing it now, I'm helping a lot of people, but not, I really want to reach a million people. Well, you know what? You're in service. And Always. It's, I love watching your videos on Instagram, on Facebook. What's the best way to reach you? Well, Instagram, Manifest Your Epic Life or South Florida Chiropractic, since I have the two businesses, the functional and the chiropractic. Um, but yeah, manifest your epic life at, uh, either Instagram or Facebook and then South Florida chiropractic on, on Instagram. And, you know, you can always email me at Dr. Ike's Goodrich at gmail.com. Um, or just call the office, you know, 305-271-7447. <laughs> hey, and if you, if I lived any closer, but the one thing I have to say about Dr. Ike's is that was, she's the real deal. She believes in wanting to see everybody live the best their best life possible. And at the end of the day, hey, no other chiropractors out there is doing that. Life coach, mind, body, spirit, gotta say, mm-hmm. congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for the time. Thank you. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thank you. It's been so great to see you after all these years. Oh, well, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe one day, one day we'll have our 30th year reunion. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that, that's okay. Well, you know what? We can always have dinner. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Your husband, you can meet my my new girlfriend. That's, and all that, that sounds so. like a plan. But maybe one day we can even do something even bigger, and maybe we can do something where we can do some mindset work and some health work. And just, I, I think we should do webinars together. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. I love it. So the more people I can reach, the better it is. It's just really what gets me up in the morning. I just want if I can just make one change and one person every day. That is is huge because it has a ripple effect. Exactly. And you know what? You and I, we're both in service. We just want to see people living their best lives. And ultimately, that's why you're in business. We're in the business to serve. Yeah. 100%. I I love you. Love you too. And all that. And really, truly, I'm blessed to be here with you and your staff and all that. And just seeing your staff, you empower and you're, you're a great person, but business-wise, and all that. So, love you. Thank you. Love you. Thank you. I never told no one that My whole life I've been holding back Every time I load my gun up So I can shoot for the stars I hear a voice like Who do you think you are? Negative thoughts come to mind When I start thinking bold Like why you chasing dreams? Aren't you getting kind of old? I knew I needed help I had no self-confidence Didn't believe in myself I tried not to feel or listen to my intuition To start a business But before I even started I feel like it's finished You got a vision 
And let me say, I don't care if they're your blood, got the same DNA. They can't feel how you feel, they can't see what you see. Wanna change your life, you gotta change the way you think. Good thoughts in your mind is the boss of your life. Nothing but good vibes, every day I'm thinking like, what if it did work? What if you took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose? What if it did work? Right now you can make a choice to never listen to that negative voice no more. Prison to escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison all for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did work.